Good morning, beloved. This is Jesus and Coffee, episode 8. Um, this is called The Good Portion. I use the ESV version, um, English Standard version. So it's a little bit different wording, but a lot of versions in this particular story um, say the better thing. And this is the story about Martha and Mary. Um, it's in Luke 10:38, and it's really short. I just wanted to read the little story about it. Now as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Martha has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So I wanted to stop and just... And talk about this for a second because a lot of times um me i'll speak on my behalf but i know a lot of other women out there personally that we tend to have the martha mentality right because we believe that it's the proverbs 31 woman way right to be busy taking care of her family serving um just being active, you know, in the kitchen, um, being a good host, being, you know, all that stuff. But in this particular story, Jesus was at dinner just teaching, um, preaching, speaking, and Mary just, her desire was to sit at his feet and just adore him, adore him, right, and love on him. And it wasn't that she was trying to be spiteful to her sister or be lazy. She just wanted to be close to Jesus. And I think that when we have that that attitude and that mentality, I think that everything that we do ends up being better, right? And this is my personal thought on this story. This is my personal interjection here. It's not in the word, but... I do believe that after a while of spending time with Jesus at his feet, just adoring him and worshiping him and listening, that she did get up and help her sister clean up, finish serving, because she was so like drenched with his presence and his love and his joy, right? Because in um, Psalm 1611, it talks about how in his presence is fullness of joy. So she was so full of joy and she was so filled up. She was just like, yes, I'm ready. You know, and I think that she did go in and help her sister. Um, in Psalm 16:11, it says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And when I read that, the thing that popped out to me was, of course, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. But at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. What's at God's right hand right now? Jesus. 
the word says that when he ascended into heaven, he's now at God's right hand. So at his right hand are pleasures forevermore. So Jesus is our pleasure forevermore. And so I just, I, I, uh, it's amazing to think about when we are in his presence, we have fullness of joy, right? And when we choose to put him first before we start doing our work and us as wives, mothers, women, um, you know, when we wake up, it's like we need to, okay, what's on my to-do to list today? I have to do school and dishes and laundry and clean this bathroom and and get the kids bathed and do their hair and pick out their clothes for church, you know, all these things. But when we, you know, that's Martha's attitude, right? Like, I got to go, go, go and get this done. Otherwise, I'm going to be unpleasing to my husband or to God or I'm just not going to be looked at as good enough or I'm going to be judged by other women other moms and wives that maybe are doing it better or quicker or easier than me right I mean at least that's sometimes what I think I don't know about y'all okay but sometimes I feel like that but I believe the truth of the matter and Jesus said right here that only one thing what did he say but one thing is necessary he said Martha you're anxious and troubled about many things but one thing is necessary Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her so she chose to do the one necessary thing that made everything else possible and I believe that when we stop and we choose to have Mary's mentality towards Jesus, I want to worship at your feet, Lord. I want to listen to what you're saying to me, God. I just want to be drenched in your presence and your love and be in the same atmosphere as you, in the same room as you, as the same vicinity as you. But now even more we have because he's in us he's inside of us so that's even more that we can say yes lord yes i just want to just want to be with you i want to spend time with you when we do that first i believe that that sets a precedent for our entire day our entire to-do list to just be more restful peaceful productive even timely even I believe that when we put God's time first, when we dedicate and surrender our own time as a sacrifice to him, that he makes all things work out better. Um, just like in Matthew 6.33, it says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. When we seek first the face of God and all that he has placed inside of us, everything else just seems easier. It seems easier. And Martha forsake that. She for she forsook for I don't, I don't know <laughs> what that she forsake, forsook, whatever. Um, the thing, the the one necessary thing. She just got to work, right? Instead of saying, you know what, I'm gonna 
just chill and spend time and and welcome Jesus before I get started and all this stuff. Yes, serving is important. Yes, being a good host, being hospitable to my guests, those are all important things. But the first thing I want to do is just be lavished with Jesus' love and lavish my worship upon him as we spend time together. She chose to go ahead and start the work. I think that if she would have just rested first, that she wouldn't have been anxious about many things. Like Jesus said, he's like, whoa, calm it down, woman. You know, she chose the, you know, the thing that was necessary. She chose the good portion. She chose the better thing. And I believe, like I said at the beginning, that she did end up getting up and helping her. And it was even more productive. I I find in my day, I don't know about anybody listening, but I find in my day that even if I accomplish all the things that I set out to do on my to-do list and I haven't done the good portion or the one necessary thing and sat down and just basked basked in the presence of the Lord and spent time with him first thing in the morning, it doesn't turn out as well. Yeah, I might have gotten everything I needed to get done, but it just, I did it more anxiously. I was stressed out more. I didn't feel like I was doing it unto the Lord. You know what I mean? Like, I don't don't know if anybody else feels that way. Like, I just feel like, ugh, I'm such a Cinderella. Like, why do I have to be doing this? Like, why do these kids have to eat three times a day? (laughs) Um, why do they have to have their clothes washed? Like what? Like, you know, I should not be doing this. You know, even if I get it done, like I have a bad attitude towards a lot of things when, you know, on the contrary, if I do take the time first and sometimes even if I don't even get the things done on my to-do list, it is such a better day. Um, the things that I do get done on the list just seem to flow better. They're done better. Um, I just have more patience with the kids during homeschooling. I am more joyful because I was in his presence. I'm full of joy. Um, so all those things just work together when we... When we choose the good portion, right? The one necessary thing. So I just wanted to encourage you that there's freedom and joy in his presence. Um, There's fullness of joy. So it's a wonderful thing when we choose the good portion. And that's not to say that we're being irresponsible or... You know, we don't, we don't want to forsake our responsibilities as far as what we need to do. But I think that the one necessary thing, and my husband tells me that a lot too. Like today, for instance, I made dinner and I forgot to do a side. I had the main dish because I was like, so, and I did spend time with the Lord this morning, but I was concerned, you know, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, hun. I forgot the side dish. I hope that's okay. And he's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just rest. Just rest. You're okay. And so I think that 
grace for those things is important. And even if we do mess up, you know, God is there to be like, you know what, it's okay. You know, if you rested in me, continue to rest in me all the day, you know, don't worry, just relax. Woosa. <laughs> because his presence is where the fullness of joy is. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful to have such an amazing husband that can encourage me and come alongside me and do life with me and and not be like, oh, that's it. You're not the Proverbs 31 woman that I wanted when I was searching for a wife. So you're done for, you know. And yesterday, I'm just going to brag on him a little bit. But yesterday, um, I had a sink full of dishes. And I was going to do them after dinner. But I was finishing up my Bible. I did spend time with him in the morning with the Lord. But I didn't do my quote unquote Bible plan. And so I was listening, finishing listening to the Bible, and he came home, put his stuff down, and went straight to doing the dishes, my husband. So, and one of the kids came in, and I said, what's Daddy doing right now? And they're like, oh, he's doing dishes. And it just blessed my heart so much, because I was kind of, like, a little bit frazzled, you know, because I had, it was the, the, the day was winding down, he gets home pretty early. But the day was winding down. I had finished school with the kids. But I knew that there was tons of dishes in the kitchen. So I was like, oh man. When I go in there to start dinner, I know I'm going to have all those dishes there. But he he's so good about that. He is led by the Holy Spirit. If he gets home from work and the Holy Spirit says, help your wife out. Do those dishes, fool. <laughs> I don't think the Holy Spirit would call him a fool, but I do believe he has a personality and a sense of humor. Definitely. But anyhow, he does it. And that's so precious to me. And it means so much to me. So I just went out there and gave him a big hug and started dinner. And so I'm, I'm so blessed by him that he does those types of things. To me... That's more special than, you know, a bouquet of flowers or chocolates or a gift or something. That's my, one of my love languages is acts of service. So it's, uh, I love it. If he comes home and does a little laundry or does dishes, dishes, definitely more than laundry. Laundry I can handle, but, oh man, when the sink is full of dishes, it's, it's like it bogs my brain. I don't know about, I know there's studies done about how when your house is cluttered, you feel overwhelmed and depressed. I mean, I'm not too into all that psychological stuff, but I know for me, like if I go into the kitchen specifically and I see a sink full of dishes, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> and I'll walk right out. And then, But then I know... I know that it's just going to keep piling up. They're, they're going to be there. You know, it's not like they're going to disappear unless my wonderful husband decides to do them. And that's such a huge blessing. But it's so silly of me to think that way. Like, oh, if I just walk away and not <laughs> think about it, they're going to just poof, be gone. So, but anyway, so I just wanted to encourage you guys to and to get involved and do the good portion 
Get involved with spending time with the Lord Jesus. Even if you did a to-do list and you didn't get anything done, but you spent time with God, I think that is the good portion and that is the one thing necessary. And then there's always tomorrow, right? There's a new day, new mercies every morning. (laughs) So God is merciful and graceful, and I really believe he always wants to spend time with us. He's always waiting with his arms wide open. That's why he created us, so he could spend time with us. So I will, anyhow, (laughs) I will talk at you guys in the next Jesus and coffee, uh, real quick before I hop off, I want to give anybody that is listening an opportunity to accept Jesus into your heart, because that's what it's all about, especially in these times, in this day and age, more so than ever, we really need to call upon the Lord of the name of Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can save us. He says in his word, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If you follow me, you will have everlasting life, right? So, just go ahead and repeat this prayer if you want to accept him. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on that cross so I can be saved and live forever in heaven with you. I thank you, Father God, that you so loved me that you sent your only son, Jesus, to die for me. Thank you for dying for me, Lord Jesus, for my sin, for my health, for everything, that I am now free, I am now made a new creation, the old has passed away, and the new has come. I will not look behind me anymore. Thank you for forgiving me for all the sins that I have committed, and thank you now that all of my sins have been totally washed away as far as the east is from the west. You think about them no more. And I thank you and I will follow you all the days of my life moving forward. I will trust in you for every area of my life. I thank you, I praise you, and I honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited for you. You made the best decision of your life. And moving forward, I would encourage you to find a local church, Bible-believing, spirit-filled Um, in your area that you can, um, continue to be discipled, um, get a Bible. Um, my husband and I pastor a church in Rio Rico, Arizona. If you're in that local area, we'd love to have you. It's Lighthouse of Faith Church. Um, you can find us, our website, lighthouseoffaithchurch.com. Or actually, I think it's lighthouseoffaith.com, not church. But on Facebook, Lighthouse of Faith Church. Um, We would love to have you. If you're not in this local area, just try and find one that's Bible-based, Holy Spirit-filled. And um, just to connect with other believers, get a Bible, read it, spend time with God. He will speak to you and just surrender all to Him. And I'm so excited for you. Thank you, and I will talk at you on our next episode. Bye, beloved.